Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely, man, just, it's awesome. I freaking, I I love today. I love being able to go live and just talk. Because what was happening is, you know, March Madness, all that stuff's about to get started later on. Go go Texas. And I was like, man, I want to play around with a mock draft. And I want to, I just want to see some things, right? I just want to see. And then I was like, you know what? Why wouldn't I share that? Why wouldn't I just go live and let's just jump on and let's play around and let's have a good time together. I love all the hashtag CCs. I I love that we have my general manager, um, 49ers faithful forever, Josh. He says he he wants two edge players. I agree completely. So what we're going to do, we're going to do a full mock draft. We're going to jump around. We're going to play around. I'm going to share my screen. We're going to dive into it. Uh, But before we do, I had a couple questions that I promised I would get to on air. And so I want to do those first. Then we're going to mock draft it. Full seven rounds, 49ers. We're going to play around, and I'm going to share a lot of my notes and Josh's notes, who's helped me nonstop with what's going on in the draft uh, with our draft book. Man, we are just, golly, it, it is just it's building, man. It is building. Shout out to Brian White helping, Brian Carter, Clayton D'Angelo's not behind the scenes today. He's on vacation, much deserved. Um, but this is one thing I want to do, Josh. I want to edge edges. I'm with you. I really like the addition of Austin Bryant. We're going to put some film up on Patreon of him if you want to know kind of what he brings to the table. But even with him, I think we need more. I really, really do. So we're going to get that. Now, KAD, the man on Patreon, he says, John, can Brindle improve as a run blocker? Um, What can he do to improve that? Now, okay, I'm going to be honest, and I don't think you're going to like my answer here. Brindle is 30 years old. He is not a, uh, how do you say this? He's 30 years old, man. And so I think that's just one of those things where it's, I don't know, it, it, it's interesting because ugh, how is he going to change, right? Um, he's already 30, so I, I just, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Now, I will say this. I was trying to find a positive answer and trying to come up with an idea for how Brindle can improve on his run game stuff. And the only thing I could come up with is experience and technique. He has only started three games before this previous year with the 49ers where he started all of them. Um, and so perhaps that's going to be the kicker, right? Um, perhaps that's going to be the kicker. Now, let me see this. You know what? Just as I'm saying this live, 
I'm like, man, I wonder if he improved throughout the year on a per game basis, just on his offensive grades. Um, so let's, let's kind of see here. Uh, let's go to 2022. I'm pulling this up on pro football focus now. And his run games, I'll just share it with you, okay? I'm just going to throw this this up on the screen, and you can kind of see the, the craziness that is. This right, the far right screen, okay, over here where you can see my, these are the numbers. They don't really, they started off super low. He had a good midpoint through week four. So from week eight to week 14, that was by far the best run. Uh, and then it just got bad, 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 worse, worse, worse. He had his worst games um, week 18 against Arizona. The wild card round versus Seattle was his worst game of the year as far as run blocking grade. He had a 46.3. Against Dallas, he had a 50.6 run blocking grade, his third lowest of the year. And then against Philly, a 63.3, which is – uh, probably average. His average was a 61.9. So is PFF the end-all, be-all? God, no. But I think it tells a story, and it's a story I don't like. I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Now, he's a better pass blocker than he is a run blocker. There's not even debatable from anybody. He had a 71.8 average pass blocking grade. He had 12 penalties called against him. And he got paid. Now, bright side, this cat played 1,252 snaps. He played in every game and was consistent. And I think he deserved to get paid. He's a, It's a value contract at a, a position of importance. Can he improve? Back to your question, KAD. I don't know, man. Um, having a full offseason after basically playing more than he has in his previous six years by a mile? Technique, maybe. Strength, probably not. Uh, a slide-up tick would be nice. So, for example, he had a 61.9 run-blocking grade on the year, postseason, everything. If we could get that to a 65 average, man, i consider that a huge win. Um, I don't expect a lot out of Jake Brindle in the running game. I just don't. The good news is he's got experience with Purdy. He's got experience with Lance. And so the continuity there, the penalties did kind of die out as the year went on. So experience kind of did him well there, which I like. So anyway, we'll take that conditioning. Yeah. I see that. Uh, Greg is Greg is con. I like that name. Uh, conditioning could help for sure. I, I do like that. I do like that. Uh, James on Twitter, James S. He says, John, can you explain? <laughs> uh, I, this is a great question. Cause I, again, might not know the answer. Why can Mitch Wisnowski, he doesn't have the ledge leg strength for kickoffs when he can boom punts 50 plus yards. Um, it's very rare. It is, it is very rare that you have a punter that cannot do the kickoff duties. I would say majority of the NFL, well over half, it's punter kickoffs. Because usually they have the bigger leg, just not the most accurate leg. But, you know, I was a track coach for almost a decade. Uh, I was a jump coach. Um and I would have cats that were amazing at long jump and just could not triple jump to save their lives or vice versa. Even though it's very similar, it's not the same. And so it's rare. It's rare. Good news. Zane Gonzalez, um, 
he can handle kickoffs very well over a 50% touchback rate, which man, hopefully that gets up at these 60 plus percent. I would love to get that up to 75%. I wish we had a hundred percent kickoff rate, uh, touchback rate. That would be ideal. Uh, just take that part out of the game. Just take it out. Um, I would absolutely love that. So I uh, want to say thank you to KD. Thank you, James. If you guys ever have questions or just want to chat, um, I answer every email. Uh, that is me, not the team. Every email I answer, every Twitter I answer, every um, DM on Patreon I answer is very important to me. Now, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, all those places where we have a presence, um, that's part of the team and the family. Juan Salas, Tom, um, man, we, Eric, we, we, we built this up, man. And this is episode 809, 809. Um, it is taking us a little bit, but we are, we're getting there. We still got a ways to go, but I do want to say thank you guys for helping me get there. And let me just say this, you guys being live, hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button, that helps us out a lot. But if you want to support the show and the growth and the content that we put out, Patreon is the number one way. This is how I feed my family. And a lot of this I put back into the podcast for all those parties and all that stuff. So if you haven't yet and you want to, the best way to support this show right here. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. And I'll say this, since that video, we're doing Patriot Hangouts every week during the offseason with our 1994 Patreon watch parties. Every single Patreon, regardless of where you are um, on the tiers or whatever, it's everybody, man. 5.30 every Wednesday, excited about it. We got a big one this week because we're doing the Eagles game. And if for my old, you know, long tooth, gray beards, 49er fans, this is the game. Championship season championship season where they bench Steve Young, the MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl championship quarterback gets benched in the middle of the season. Could you imagine if we had 49ers Twitter back then in 94? Good gosh. So I, I'm excited because as we go through that 94 season and watch these games together, it just constantly reminds me like, oh my gosh, like they were bad. They had terrible special teams back then. Terrible. Dexter Carter was incredible. But uh, anyway, we're going to be watching that this Wednesday, so come join us there. Now, all right, let's do this. Let's go over. It is time. We're going to be doing a full uh, seven-round mock draft. We're using PFF on this one. We did our last one on Pro Football Network. Um, and they've added some fun stuff up here that you can kind of play around with where you can change, like, the board. You want it to be more PFF or public. You can toggle that around, care for positional value. I want this to be high because I think – Tackles, edges, quarterbacks always get pushed up. Draft for needs in the middle, randomness. Ah, let's just keep that in the middle. And we're going to do, yeah, we'll do a fast, not turbo. We're picking 99. 
I'm not planning on trading up um, currently, so I, I want to see what's going to be there still. Um, I And I will say this. My biggest issue with PFF is that let's say we wanted to pause and trade. You can't see who's on the board. And, you know, just so in case you think I'm too pro whatever, you can't see what's on the board. Uh, you can see who's gone. So you can kind of do process of elimination, but there's no way for me to toggle on which players are there and which players are not there, uh, which makes it kind of hard. Uh, but that's OK. That's OK. Um, so anyway, we're going to resume the draft and we're just going to kind of keep going. You know, if we were going to trade up, I think 70 to 80 is kind of the sweet spot. I don't see the 49ers jumping up super early, you know, right around here with the, you know, the Saints, uh, who they don't have many picks. So I don't think they don't have first round pick. So I, I don't expect them to be a trade up partner. Patriots, maybe. Um, Rams, probably not. But like this is the area, the 80s, right, where I think a trade could happen. But I don't want to play with that right now. And again, we can't even see the big board. So we don't know who's there. So I'm just going to go all the way down to 99. We'll spend some time on each one of these. And again, we got three out of four picks in a row. There is one trade team that's interested. And that's the Bucks. Now, I don't want this trade at all. I can tell you right now. Their next pick is 153. We're on the clock at 99. Hell no. I'm not dropping back another you know, 54 picks. Uh, I don't want this trade. I don't even want to entertain this trade, even if it was for a second rounder next year. Oh, second round next year, I probably would. But it, it, nothing's there that, like, gets me. Now, football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Things I like about PFF, I disagree with a lot that they do, but um, you know it's it's weird. And I, I'm looking right now, Eli Ricks, cornerback out of Alabama, is on the board, and that is crazy to me. Shout out to uh, Eric Crocker; he has been breaking down a lot of his film 
um, on Twitter lately. I know you all know who Eric Crocker is. I mean, dude played in the NFL as a corner. So whenever he talks corners, you listen. And he likes Riggs. 6'2", 188, 21 years old, but he's out of Alabama. Uh, <laughs> that is the, the negative. But this dude is incredible. You know, second to fourth round, you can see what – their ADP of Eli Ricks is 74.4. They have him ranked 61, but he's going around 75. I have not done many mock drafts if he is there. Uh, I, I, do, I don't see him there. Again, corners get pushed up. Josh says Ricks would be gone in the second. This is the first time I've ever seen him this high. I'm just going to be really, really honest with you. Jamie Robinson's a safety who the 49ers met with out of Florida State, who I like. Love his attitude. Loves contact. Love hitting. Will the Niners take a safety there? You know what I'm saying? Um, Oscar says, can you check to see if Tomlinson is available? Um, you know what? I think he probably will be. I, I like Tomlinson. This is LT's cousin. Let's see. Uh, he's not. He gone. He gone. He gone. He's not there. So, yeah, he's talking about the slot corner out of TCU, LaDainian Tomlinson's little cousin. Um, and, yeah, he he's not there. So, Again, just focusing – again, we have three picks in a row, so I'm not going to spend this much time on every single position, but um, I do want to spend time in groups. A third-round grouping, which we're now where I want to spend the most of this time on this episode. Fifth-round group, a little bit less, and then even, even less in the seventh round. But we're kind of divided. The way this draft is falling because of the Niners' picks – and again, let me show you. Let me put up here what picks we currently have and how we got those picks – we have pick 99, which we got from Mayhew and Sala. We have pick 101 from McDaniel. We got 102 for Carthon. So that's three third-round picks just from front office guys that have exited. And that, that's this first round of picks. The second round of picks, you can see on the screen here, but I'm reading them if you're just doing audio. Um, fifth round, 155. That's our regular fifth-round pick. That's actually ours. 164, that's the Jeff Wilson Jr. trade, one of the best trades in the history. That <laughs> They fleeced the heck out of them. 173, that was a DJ Jones comp pick. Uh, Sixth round, 216 overall pick. That's Arden Key comp pick. Then we have our seventh round pick, our original 222 pick. Then we have 247, that's the Jonas Griffin linebacker trade. Um, then 253, that's Raheem Mostert comp pick, and 255, K1 Williams comp pick. So you can see where we got those. We only have, I think, two original picks, our fifth rounder and our seventh rounder. Everything else has been traded. Uh, <laughs> everything is for sale. Everything must go. Um, anyway, so that's there. Uh, yeah, Josh is telling me all edge, baby, all edge. Uh, he says Kansas City took Hooker. Oh, yeah, like you can look up here. And scroll back up, and you can see Hendon Hooker's going early. Daniel Jeremiah had him going in his first round, in the first round of the latest mock draft. I have a second-round grade on Hendon Hooker. I really like him. Um, Jalen Duncan, the tackle out of Maryland, went 93. Niners have met with him. That is a dream scenario of Jalen Duncan. The tackle falls. He didn't hear. Zach Pickens, another guy that the Niners have met with. Um South Carolina, he went earlier. So you kind of look at some of these picks that went right before us. Um, let's keep looking just at kind of what we got here um, on our side. A.T. Perry, Wake Forest, wide receiver. I like him. I have a third-round grade on him. This is about where he should go. Um, 
KJ Henry, Edge Clemson, all right. Parker Washington, a little too early. Tajay Spears running back to lane. Mike Morris, uh, that's an interesting one. Mike Morris is weird to me because some people have him. He's an edge slash defensive tackle uh, from Michigan. He's weird. 6'5", 275. He, he doesn't fit. He's not a true edge. Charles Amenyahu is my comp for him, but he has no bend. Um, in our upcoming draft book that we're going to put out, we already released our first version. That's available for all Patreon members. That's already up on the site. Just type in draft book in the search feature. Download that for free. Um, 200, 293 draft profiles already on there, and we're building it. But in our next version, which we're going to release before April 14th, we have traits ranked on a 1 to 10 scale. And Mike Morris, who a lot of people have as an edge, his bend is a three. It's almost as low as it gets. He's a jumbo defensive end. I want him to play inside. I don't see him as a true edge. I have him listed as a defensive tackle. Um, and so that's why I'm just kind of like, mm, mm. I, I'm not sure if I want him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if I want him. David, he says, what is your grade on DTR? What round do you think he's going? I think I – let me look, pull up my quarterback rankings here. He's talking about the uh, quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson out of UCLA. I have a six-round grade on him. I like him. Um, 49ers met with him. He's fun cat. But I, I think sixth, seventh round – that's where he'll go. And, you know, the 49ers are picking. I think that's what they'll be targeting, right? Um, so I, I think it kind of overlaps. Need, draft position, draft value makes sense. Um, we're seeing here, Kyle says, is the Iowa tight end there? Uh, let's scroll up and check our tight ends, which I think is an important position. He is not. Luke Shoemaker, uh, Shoemaker's there. I did not like Luke Shoemaker. I, I really, really did not enjoy a lot of his tape. Um, he's, he's good, but I'm not the biggest loot guy. Uh, let me pull up my, my notes on him. Shoemaker. I like it. Uh, six, five, two fifty one. He's already 24. I think the thing that he was best at is just body control. Um, but you know, I, I'm not going to have a third round grade on him. So it's a little too early. Zach Koontz, you're drafting. I just, the value at tight end is gone. Okay, so we're looking at Luke's uh, Schoonmaker out of Michigan, Zach Kuntz, Old Dominion, Davis Allen, Clemson, Josh Weil, Cincinnati. I like all of those guys. Not in the third round. Not in the third round. Um, if those guys are there in the fifth round, okay, we can have that conversation. But the value at tight end is gone. It's just not there. If we look at all of the edge players, KJ Henry, Mike Morris, Yasir, man, Yasir Abdullah has just flown up. It's way too high for him. Colby Wooden, Auburn, uh, Viliami Fehoko, who the 49ers met with this week. It's too early. Zach Harrison, I think this fits where he is at at Ohio State. Yaya Darby, too early. Jose Ramirez, too early. These guys are too early. And so edge is important to me. I don't like how this fell. I do not like how this fell at all. And this is something that is possible. You know, when you when I started the mock draft, and I slid the positional value to the right, like I toggled it all the way to most important. This is why, because it's going to show you edge, quarterbacks, corners, tackles, they go early. And that's what we're left with here. Um, 
KJ Henry is the highest rated edge on the board from Pro Football Focus as far as his ranking. Here's what I got. 6'4", 251. That checks the exactly what the 49ers want. Feet balance, I have him as a 9. Strength, 7. Explosiveness, 5. Hand usage, 9. Ben, 6. He's a much better edge than anybody else on this. So if, if you're sitting here saying, we got to take an edge, KJ Henry's the guy for me. It's not even close. Um, you know, again, cerebral player, good recognition skills. Um, uh, this is in my draft write up on him. Prototypical link to play edge, powerful frame, um, rotational throughout his college career. That's an issue. Third down value is marginal without significant development. But this is what you're getting in the third round. These are developmental starters. That's why they're going pick number 99. However, two-time all ACC academic team, so important. He's already got his master's degree in four years. This dude is smart as hell. Kamiko Ture is my play style comp, which guess what? Fits with what the Niners do. We picked him up last year. Ran a 4-6-3-40, 10-yard. I like this KJ Henry guy. So let's wait because I want us to pick our three players together. KJ Henry's going to be on that list and probably going to be our first pick unless – we find something somewhere where we're just like, ooh, we got to get this guy. So let's go over to offensive tackle, which I think a lot of people have really, really high. Um, and let's see here. Um, Luke Haggard, tackle Indiana. Connor Galvin, tackle Bay. Look, look at these rankings. We're at pick 99. The average draft position for these players, Luke Haggard, 184. Connor Galvin, 157. Braden Daniels, 157. I like Braden Daniels. The 49ers like Braden Daniels. Um, 6'4", 297 fits what we got. I have a fourth to fifth round grade on him. He makes sense here, but man, his average draft position is 157. These guys are late. Ugh. I just don't like tackles win early. But if I had to pick a tackle... I think I'm going Braden Daniels. Man, I, I don't know about Connor Galvin out of Baylor. Let's let's pull up my my stuff on him. Connor Galvin, 6'6, 293, fits what we got. Man, he has no twitch. He's smart. He's fluid. I like that. But man, I think he's a six-round pick. It's just too early. It's way too early. So if I had to pick a tackle, it's gonna be Braden Daniels. I like that. The value is not here, guys. I, I hate to tell you that. It's just not here. Eli Ricks is insane value. The cornerback, I'm back to him. Jamie Robinson, good value. Scrolling down now. So it, Keyshawn Boots there. I don't think he's a character fit. That dude's got some serious issues. Probably the worst combine workout I've ever seen for a corner. Um, I want you to throw in the the chat, like uh, my friend Dr. Steve Brule here. <laughs> I love the show. Um, who are the guys that you want me to take that I've mentioned? He says Rick's at 99, Jamie 101, Henry 102. So I like that. That's going corner, safety, edge. Yeah, Josh says, man, those tackles are stretches at this point. I would rather wait based on how the board fell for a fifth round or seventh round tackle. I, I think I'm with Josh there. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Tobias says, I love A.T. Perry. Ooh, the wide receiver. Let's talk through what I got on A.T. Perry. 
Oh, if I don't put the <laughs> the the dots in after the AT, it doesn't pull up, sadly. So I gotta I gotta scroll differently. AT Perry's interesting. Wake Forest, 6'3, 198. Now he played at Wake Forest. So you already know this dude, smart as smart as hell. And little Chapman nugget, he was a long jump county champion in high school. Um, basketball stud, well rounded. He's a supersized outside X receiver. You can play him in the slot, but you're kind of taking away his best thing. He's an outside guy. Perfect build for an outside wide receiver. Tangibles can create explosive plays. Great body control. Red zone threat. Doesn't get much separation. Drops were an issue. He had an 8.3% drop rate. That's on the high side. Niners don't ever care about that. Look at Debo. Look at Juwan Jennings. Look at <laughs> Bob before him, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, drop rate, just Niners don't care about it. What makes him the best is his body control and size. Um, I like him. My athletic comps, Hakeem Butler, Nick Toon. I have him as my wide receiver 13 third round grade. Um, so I like him. I like broad jump 133 inch. That's crazy. Top 96 percentile of wide. Like this dude is explosive lower body. So I do like A.T. Perry. I, this is, this would be good value. Um, I'm seeing Ricks, A.T. Perry. No OT here. Man, David says no OT. I like that. Um, wide receiver wouldn't be a bad move. Oh, here we go. I like this. Brian Carter in the house. What's up, man? We got all the Niners guys in together. Uh, go check out Brian's podcast. He does a great job. Niners, if you're into draft, if you like today's episode, you will love Brian Carter's. Brian Carter 99. That's it. Type that in. It's going to pull up the Spotify, wherever. Brian Carter 99. Go check his podcast. He's just such a good dude. Um, he says Harris or Morris at DE Harrison um, or Morris at defensive end developmental trade upside. KJH is old and never produced in college. Niners like bigger defensive ends. They do. I just don't see Morris as a defensive end Harrison. I think he's a fit. That, that's not bad. That's not bad. I, it's, I cannot disagree with Brian on most things. He does his work. He's a film junkie. Um, Josh says corner wide receiver edge. Here we go. Jennings is a free agent, 24. Ayuk might be traded uh, in 24. Oh, he's saying he's not 24 years old. In 2024, this is from Hind. I think I said that right. Uh, wide receiver, underrated need. Plus, Ray Ray's a free agent next year, too. So I like that. Jedi says I take Boot. Uh, boot day. The I, I just don't like him. But I have a third-round grade on him. Dude would have been a first-round pick if he could have came out two years ago. Uh, but, man, just... Character, terrible workouts. He's got some issues. Uh, he's got some issues. So right here we got Ricks, Jamie, and Edge. Now, the thing about mock drafts I love, okay? I'm going to go on a little rant here because teams do these. And the thing about mock drafts is this. Weird stuff happens in the actual draft, and I think this did a really good job. Eli Ricks ain't going to fall, in my opinion. I've never seen it happen, but it happened. I'm taking Eli Ricks. That's priority one. I'm taking this corner. I, I freaking I, I love him. Um, I, 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 I'm not doing a lot of work on him because I don't think that he's going to be there, but the dude can just flat out play. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. His frame, he has a perfect nine score uh, on his frame rating, awareness eight, speed, uh, a little bit of concern, but the dude's just a stud. 
Um, I, I really, really like this guy. Academic on a roll. I know the Niners in Alabama don't get along, but this is just too good to pass up. So my first pick in this draft, premium position, I'm taking Eli Ricks. I don't expect him to be there, but I'm going to take what happens. Jamie Robinson, the safety for Florida State, who the Niners like, went to the Oakland Raiders, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, pick 100. So now the Niners are back on the clock, back to back. I do want to see what other wide receivers are there um, real quick, just to see before we do pick. But right now I'm leaning A.T. Perry as one of these picks uh, over Kayshawn Butte. So to put this into perspective, A.T. Perry is my 13th wide receiver. Keyshawn Boot is my 15th wide receiver. So they're close. But again, I like A.T. Perry. So the draft process, let me just kind of walk you through what we do as a group. We go through all these players and we just collect, collect info, watch tape, jot down notes, all that stuff. Once we've gone through tape and background, academic, stats, PFF scores, age, combine, all that stuff. Once we get all that, we do our athletic comps, our placed our comps, where everybody else expects them to go. Then, and this is the process I'm going through now by myself, which is hard. I'm going through tight ends right now, for example, okay? So I've got all my tight end write-ups, which I got a lot of tight ends. I think I got over 20. Now I've got to stack them vertically. So I get out my Excel spreadsheet, and I go through and I watch just a couple. I watch a highlight and another game tape on top of what we've already done. Just to remind me, this is his base. Highlight, this is his ceiling, okay? And what I do is I put them on a board. I say, okay, these are all my second-round grade guys which I have three second-round grades currently. I'm going to have more, but it, actually this would be better if I use wide receivers as an example. I did 41 wide receivers, big group. A lot of wide receivers get drafted, right? So, for example, I only have two second-round grades on wide receivers. That's it. I've got four first-round grades, two second-round grades, and a whole bunch of third and a whole bunch of fourth-round grades. And so I group them based on if I think they're a first-round grade, second-round grade, third-round grade. Then I go through and I watch one over the other, and I just say, okay, this guy over that guy, this guy over that guy, and I stack them vertically. Then I go back through and I put into the draft book, which you guys will get on April 14th. Okay, this is my wide receiver one. This is my wide receiver two, all that stuff. And I share with you a customizable big board that the war rooms do. NFL teams, the exact same style that they do theirs where everybody's spread across horizontally. These are all the first-round players, and you can see them lined up with their position and tiers, second round, all that. And we do a vertical one, players 1 through 300, ranked, all that stuff. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so having said that, Cedric Tillman of Tennessee is on the board here. Cedric Tillman, I have a third-round grade on. He is my number seven wide receiver. I absolutely love Cedric Tillman. I have him way over A.T. Perry. Um, and again, this is something, this is a John Chapman right raking, right? It, not everybody, he's 6'3", 213. Almost identical height, body type, all that stuff is A.T. Perry. Almost the same. He's 23 years old. The difference is, this is where I, I love this dude. Big play machine waiting to happen, complete physicality. He has a complete nine 
complete nine on physicality. He is a body control stud. Okay, here's our draft write-up. You ready? Listen to this. Venus flytrap for footballs. Prototypical NFL wide receiver body. Great speed. Plucks passes out of the air with ease. Tremendous at establishing leverage. Plays like an elite rebounding power forward. Listen to this. Mentored by current NFL Jawan Jennings. You get that? JJ, baby. Like, it's just, he he's a bully. Uh, now, negatives and why I have a third-round grade on him. Can't separate consistently. A little bit of a one-trick pony. Um, but, man, his he's awesome. his dad is Cedric Tillman, right? He's Cedric Tillman Jr. His dad played for the Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars. This kid's academic, all-SEC, everything. I love this dude. I love this dude. He's my wide receiver seven. Um Huge hands, long arms, 6'3", 213. I love this dude. So I, I'm I'm intervention here. I'm not even going to ask. I'm taking him. I am John Lynch standing on the table and just saying, hey, let's go. Um, I, was, I forgot I took my face down. Sorry about that, guys. Um, some of you guys are probably happy with that. I'm taking Cedric Tillman. I am pumped. So you got Eli Ricks, the corner. Now we got Cedric Tillman. Now we got to go look at Edge. Um, I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'll say this: You've got to get an Edge with one of these picks. Okay, that that's just all that there is to it. You've got to take an Edge with one of these first three picks if you don't trade. So, I'm going to pose this question to you, and you guys will pick the Edge. Okay, here's who's available: KJ Henry, Edge out of Clemson. Mike Morris, I don't consider an edge. I'm removing him from this equation. Yasir, it's too late for him. Too late for him. Zach Harrison, um, edge, Ohio State. Gosh, I think it's down to those two guys. I think it's down to those two guys. Okay? So here's what we're doing. KJ Henry or Zach Harrison. And as you think about that, I'm going to read both my draft write-ups on them. I have not gone through and done my vertical alignment on edges. I've done quarterbacks. I've done running backs. I've done wide receivers. I'm working on tight ends. It takes me about two to three days for each position group um, to get those done. So I am processing through those, but I don't have these stacked vertically. So I can't say, oh, I have Zach Harrison at this, and I, I'm not there yet. Okay, I've just got all the raw data um, of where I'm at. So here's what we got on Zach Harrison. Came in at the combine, 6'5", 274. That's a check mark. Um, 21 years old. Very, very young. Very young. Um, PFF scores, pass rush, 85.2. Run defense, 78.4. True pass rush, 92.1. 14% win rate uh, in pass rush. Here's his traits. Feet balance, four. Strength, seven. Explosiveness, eight. Hand uses, three. Bend, three. Ah, that that bothers me. <laughs> um, here's here's my traits write up or our I keep saying mine. I apologize. This is not all me. This is Josh. This is Brian Carter. This is Brian White. This is Clayton. We got a team that are freaking pumping through these bad boys. So it's not me. So I apologize for that. So egregiously long, legit build up speed. Ran a 10.8 second 100 meter dash in high school. So he had some speed and he's bulked up to this frame. Um, high end reps show power behind his hand. Linear player struggles to play at an angle off the edge. 
awkwardness approaching blocks. Tessie numbers don't square up to what he puts on the field. Is he a pass rusher at the next level? He's a complete defensive end. What do I mean by that? He's Samson Ebicom. He's Jordan Willis. He's those type of guys, right? He's Kerry Hyder. That's what he is. Now, let's go to KJ. Okay? Let's go KJ Henry. 6'4", 251. He's smaller. 24 years old. Three years older. Okay? Don't like that. PFF scores. Pass rush, 84. Run defense, 78. Similar there. True pass rush, 90. Similar there. Pass rush win, win rate, 16%. A little bit better. Here's his traits. Feet balance, 9. Strength, 7. Explosiveness, 5. Hand usage, 9. Ben, 6. If you're drafting off of traits, I think you go KJ Henry. If you're drafting off of height, weight, age, raw, then you're going right the other way with Harrison. Um, here's my uh, cerebral player, good recognition uh, skills, uh, good length, powerful frame, early down rush linebacker, um, no twitch or bend. Yeah, yeah, I saw that several times. So I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. So let's see here. I, we've got a lot of answers, which I love. Let's see here. We got Zach, Zach, Zach. Henry, Zach, Zach, I'd go Harrison. Um, I like Jose Ramirez. Brunel Jacob says, what are your thoughts on Jose Ramirez? I like him. I like him in the fifth round, sixth round. I don't like him in the third round. It's too early. And I told everybody, and Josh told me, my boss, we're taking two edges. So this is just one. We're getting another one in this draft, I promise you. Harrison, Zach, um, Henry is a way better prospect. Henry team captain with high character. You know, that's going to drive me wild. I got to count these. Okay. Let's see how many for Zach Harrison. One Zach, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. KJ Henry. Uh, we've got one. Yeah, it's not even close. All right. We're going Zach. We're going Zach and I ain't even mad. So that's going to conclude our third round. We got Eli Hicks. This is a great damn draft. We got Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver. And now we're getting Zach Harrison? I'm just telling you. I, I This is by far the best map mock draft I have done thus far. I think I've done three. Um, This is good. I hope y'all feel it. Like, how do y'all feel about that third round haul? Because we got to break it down into tiers. You get an elite corner. You got a good wide receiver. And you got an edge guy. Not like overly elated about the edge guy how do y'all feel about that first third round three group picks because i i'm ecstatic i love it now okay here we are we've got some space between our picks oh jonathan mingo one of my favorite players in this draft um i did i don't have him as high as tillman but i hit perfect fit for the four downers wide receiver out of Ole miss jonathan mingo if that dude's available in the fifth round, holy freaking cow, um, I would trade up for him. Anyway, I got I got sidetracked. Now we have pick 155, 164, and 173. So there's spots between them. So we don't get to we're we're gonna group these picks together just like we did the third round, guys. But we're gonna do the same thing here. Now, again, we're taking one more edge guy. Okay. So 
before we do, I want to look at the edge position and tackle position no matter what, because I think those are important. Now, remember, we got a corner. We got a wide receiver. We got it one edge. That's what we're we're in the bank with those, all right? Shot J says, feeling pretty saucy. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you, baby. They got some A-pluses on those grades. Bam, a yay. Fortunate. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, Jedi said, I'd throw you out of the war room for taking Tillman. Oh, my gosh. You don't like Tillman? I love that dude, man. Uh, A plus, B. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. Now, here we are. Edge rankings, baby. Um, and this is the fifth round type tier. And so, again, we can play around a little bit with – Man, maybe not a third round this position for a fifth round that position type mindset, right? Um, I like it. I like it. Uh, Jedi says, no on Tillman, but I'm having fun. I'll take it. See? Constructive criticism, but he's still having a good time. I'll take it, man. Uh, Viliami Fayoko out of San Jose State. Niners met with him and went to his pro day workout just this week, which was huge. 6'3", 276. He's interesting. Pass rush a 90.2, run defense 87. Um, pass rush productivity was good, versatile player, very high motor, violent heads, could be an offensive or outside linebacker. I think 3-4 is his best scheme fit unless unless uh, you want to play him in that little wide nine whatever. Struggles to shed blockers uh, or move bigger offensive linemen, lacks explosiveness, has average bend, low ceiling, but we're in the fifth round here. And he has some traits that I really, really like. Um, so that's that's Villamy. Let's talk Jose. I like Jose a lot. Ramirez, Edge, Eastern Michigan. Weird traits, right? 6'1, 242. Short. Short. Um, he's short, man. First step burst can win every time. Slippery frame, low pads, um, A-plus production at Eastern Michigan in two seasons. Nice dip on the pass or good length. Um, has some game over. Uh, he's taken over games completely. Sorry, I read that wrong. Functional strength, hand usage, limited tape against quality competition. I got Uchina Nwosu out of USC who just had a hell of a year for Seattle. Um, I like Jose Ramirez. That's, I'm telling you right now, Man, I'm looking at these names. There's some good names on there. Lonnie Phelps, Thomas Income, Too High, Allie Gay, Too High, Dylan Horton. All right. Dylan Horton out of TCU. This cat can play now. I, he's projected higher on a lot of different sites. They don't have him projected as high here. I've seen him projected as high as the fourth round. Again, I haven't stacked my guys vertically yet, so I'm just throwing that out there. Um 6'3", 257, it's perfect 49ers build. He was on Bruce Feldman's freak list. He's he's win with speed and power. He had four sacks versus Michigan by himself. Um, you know, plays with poor balance and body control. He, he kind of a Tasmanian devil, but I like him. Nick Benito, another guy. So those are kind of the guys I'm looking at here. So those are the three edges. Villamy, Fayoko, Jose Ramirez, and then I'm going to go Dylan Horton. Those are probably my guys. Let's go check out tackles in the tight end position. But I think those are probably the three that I want to talk about the most. Look at tack. Oh, tight ends. See, I told you guys. Zach Kuntz, the beast from Old Dominion's there. Josh Wiley, Cincinnati, he's there. 
I think those are really the only two that I would be interested in talking. So Zach Kuntz, Josh Weil um, from Cincinnati. Say I like the value in the fifth round for the tight end position. And remember, and remember, fifth round's our round, guys. This, this is where we got all of our studs. Not all of them, but a lot, but a lot. Um, I like Kuntz, man. I like Kuntz a lot. Um, all right, let's look at tackles. Connor Galvin's still there. Braden Daniels still there. Do you remember us stressing that the tackle value was not present in the third round? And the best available were these same cats, Connor Galvin and Braden Daniels. I'm just going to say this right now. I think I got our next pick, and I want it to be Braden Daniels. Um, I, I really, really do like this kid. You know, you look at uh, 6'4", 297, zero sacks, zero hits allowed in 879 snaps last year. Experience and versatility, double-digit starts, left tackle, right tackle, left guard. Tell me that's not a Niners guy. Pac-12 academic honor roll, good temperament, uh, IQ. He does have bad hands. Gap strength is an issue. Uh, he is a reach at tackle. Now, if he's going to play tackle, he's playing right tackle. But he's going to be... One of those versatile, can play all over the place. Um, yeah, best fit in zone scheme. Joe Thune and Joe Haig are my comps for him. Ooh, ooh. I'm telling you right now, I'm freaking, I, I love this. I, I, I really like that he's still there. Sean Ferris, what's up, man? Uh, I don't know if you guys are on Reddit. I'm not the biggest Reddit guy. Sean Ferris crushes that. Um, he just, can you... Let it. What's the Reddit handle? Uh, can you put that into the chat so I can share that? Uh, because this guy does great cutups. Absolutely, absolutely incredible 49ers cutups. Um, anyway, throw that in there. He says this in your player analysis. Do you compare ability to improve? How do you do that? Some players top out, and I, I will use. There are certain phrases in scouting that I use a lot. One of those is already maxed out, talent level maxed out. If somebody's a five-year starter and his breakout year was three years ago and it's just plateaued, it's hard to see a huge uptick. Now, you could be wrong on that because people would have said the same thing about Brock Purdy. Like, he's kind of already hit his limit and it's not even that high, but then he comes in and holy freaking cow, right? But yeah, I use the two terms that I use the most. Talent already maxed out. Um, and then I'll, or the opposite of that is best football's ahead of him. Like you could see like how raw he is. Like there's guys who have been playing. There's um, one of the wide receivers for Penn State. What's his name? Boop, 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 boop. Um, yeah, Michael Tinsley. Like he's played two years as a wide receiver. That's it. He didn't even play high school football. He's raw. I've got a seventh round grade on him, wide receiver Michael Tinsley, but he's fun. Like, you're drafting a developmental pro prospect, right? So best football, there's phrases that I use continuously with these guys. Um, you know, raw or, you know, best football's ahead of them. You're getting them on the upswing, things like that. Other guys, it's just like, hmm, I, I, I think he's kind of tapped out. So I, I think that's a good question. Oh, Sean says his Reddit uh, tag is Carpe Valde, uh, V-A-L-D-E. If you're on Reddit and you're smarter than me, which, you know, that's a pretty low bar. But 
man, go check him out. That dude crushes it. I don't know if you follow people or sub them or I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Um, anyway, and right here, uh, David, wouldn't a 21 year old have more room for improvement over a 24 year old? Not always, but usually, not always, but usually. 24 year old, has he gone through a position change? Does is his frame elite? His production's low, right? So you can coach that up a little bit, but almost always, David, I think you are correct there. Um, but it's it's not always, and again. Brian, development is important, depends mostly on age, physical traits, well said. And, you know, potential just means haven't done it yet. Haven't haven't done it not yet. So, I'm telling you right now, Braden Daniels is at the top of my list for this early pick. Let's go back to the overall big board for all positions and just see kind of who the top players available are. Uh, Jalen Moreno uh, Cropper. I'm not as high on Cam Jones. Niners like him a lot, but not the position. Uh, ooh, Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback out of Purdue. That makes some sense. Jared Clark, Clark, defensive interior guy, makes sense. Noah Sewell, linebacker. There's some fun players here. Jake Hayner's there. Ooh, there's some players that I like here. Rakeem Jarrett. I freaking love Rakeem Jarrett. I love Rakeem Jarrett. Wide receiver out of Maryland. I might be higher on him than anybody else I've seen. Um, you know, a lot of people, we already took one wide receiver. Dang it. <laughs> um, Rakeem Jarrett, 5'11, 192. He's just a beast. I he's third round grade on my I've got a lot of third round wide receivers. I love this guy. Golden Tate is my comp. I'm not gonna take a wide receiver here. I can't because of what we did. Uh so I I I'm I'm doing it, guys. I'm going to the tackle position, huge position of need, perfect scheme fit, Braden Daniels. I love this guy. Uh, you look at, I mean, he's just, he's perfect for me. I, I, I'm, I'm just telling you that right now. So I'm taking Braden Daniels at 155. Now somebody's got, uh-oh, uh-oh. I already know I'm in trouble. Zach Koontz went off the board. Zach Koontz went off the board. And Tobias told me to take him at 155, and I did it. Uh, and Brunel said, go Koontz now. Daniels at 164. Oh, man, somebody's going to be beating me up. <laughs> Tobias, I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> he didn't like it. Uh, other guys that went, I'm sorry, man. Uh, Koontz went, Cam Jones went, Jake Hayner went. Let's see, Jared Clark, Clark went, the defensive tackle. Now we're back on the board. Uh, Jedi's mad at me. Oh, no, I'm going to get fired, man. <laughs> uh, not good, not good. Now, uh, Oscar, what's up, Oscar? He says, what are your thoughts on Gray out of Oklahoma? Um, Eric Gray, running back. OU, 49ers met with him. He's 23 years old. He's 5'9", 207. Fun guy. He, he can do it all. He, he can absolutely do it all. Kind of jack-of-all-trades guy. Um, my favorite thing about Gray is... Again, we're talking Eric Gray out of OU. I hate OU, hook them horns, but I liked his tape a lot. Um, and I don't penalize players, at least I don't hope I don't, just because I hate their school, like Texas A&M or OU. I hate those schools. But Creed Humphrey is one of my biggest draft crushes ever, um, and he's an OU guy, right? Like, um, So anyway, take that for what you will. I just want to try to expose bias, and hopefully I can filter it out as best I can, but you can't always do it. 
Receiving skill sets, great. Um, pass protection is a concern. Runs with violence. Um, fits with all schemes. He does everything. Thrives in the screen game. Cuts so hard off his left foot. If you watch his game tape, he cuts left to right all the freaking time. Not right to left. I, I don't know what that is. Like all of his big plays, he's cutting left to right. I don't know why, but it's just what he does. Um, you know, he was uh, academic honor roll. He's awesome. Aaron Jones is my comp. I really, really do like this kid. Um, is he available? Let's look at the running backs. I don't, he is available. I don't care if you take a running back in the fifth round. I just hope they don't in the third again. If a beast falls there, cool. But I don't think it's necessary. I think the running back room is pretty damn set. Um, and, you know, again, this is my running back rankings. I've done them vertically. I've got one first-round grade, B. John Robinson. I've got two second-round grade running backs, Jameer Gibbs or Devon Arcane. Again, A&M, Texas A&M. I hate them. Um, those are the only guys. If one of those three guys fall, which Bijan won't, Jameer Gibbs won't, Devin Arcane might fall to 99. I doubt it. But if he's there, I'd be like, all right, this dude's pretty damn good. One of the fastest players I've ever seen. I have two third-round grades, Tajay Spears and Zach Charbonnet. But the value's not there. Even though I have a third-round grade on him, I don't want the Niners to take him at the third round. That's an at-value play at a position that I don't value in a position depth chart-wise that I think the Niners are loaded at. Does that make sense? Um, so like, again, I'm just letting you know, those are my top five running backs. And those are the only first, second, and third round grades I gave at that position, but I've got a bunch of fourth round, a bunch of fifth round guys. Um, yeah, I freaking love Rashawn Johnson. He is my first fourth round grade running back. Now, if you look at PFF or Daniel Jeremiah or Bucky Brooks, all amazing people a lot of people will have a fourth round grade on Roshan Johnson nothing wrong with that but I have Roshan Johnson as a fourth round grade as well but he's my sixth running back so a lot of those sites will have Roshan Johnson like that kind of 10 to 13 range but also a fourth round guy I have a fourth round grade but he's my sixth right you see what I'm saying so it just gives a little bit more texture perhaps or context to how much I value him I love Roshan Johnson that dude is a trendsetter. Oh, I freaking love him. But if they took him in the third round, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. Even though he'd be on my team, I wouldn't like it. Um, Oscar, he says, John, I think we trade Elijah in a sixth for a fourth this year. I think that's about the return that you could possibly get. I think that's about the return you could possibly get for him. Um, so, yeah. Is Roshan Johnson a fit? Hell yes. He's a fit on every team. Uh, he's a perfect, like, here, let me, I'll, I'll read you my write up here. Um, because like I've seen every single play this guy's played from high school, he was recruited to Texas as a quarterback, right? I mean, this dude just has it six foot 219, he's 22 years old, he does everything well. Um, burst, power, vision, he is a team locker room leader. Creative tackle breaker plus contact balance, speed, loves to do all the dirty work, returner upside, jet sweep upside, um, can do it again, recruited as a quarterback, quarterback, um, nothing to write back home athletically. He's not off the charts on anything. That's why I have a fourth round grade on him. 
Um, but he does all of the dirty work. He is a first down chain moving machine will be a fan favorite on whatever team he goes to day one, whatever day he goes to, um, lowers his shoulder, runs over people. And just when he gets the ball, the energy in the stadium shoots up. I've seen him play in person. Uh, dude's awesome. Wayne Gallman's my, uh, kind of comp for him. Three time academic big 12. Uh, I mean, the dude is, he maintained a 4.0 GPA at a Texas at Texas is a hard school. Dude is just like there's no red flags. There, there's different ways. I know this is a long episode. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm having a freaking blast. There's so many different ways to grade players. Do you grade them on their upside and what they could be? Do you knock them down for the red flags and what they can't do? What's the old? I, I think it was Parcells. Like he's like, don't tell me what the kid can't do. Tell me what the kid can do. We can work on all the other stuff. What 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 can he be successful at, right? Well, I'm telling you, and every team has different philosophies on how they grade, right? The 49ers have what's called the uh, gold helmet system. When somebody like fits their personality on and off the field, play style, all that kind of stuff. Whenever they have that, that's the gold helmet guy. I'm telling you right now, Roshan Johnson for John Chapman is a gold helmet guy. You got academics, you got character, you got leadership, you got dirty work. You have somebody that literally said, hey, put me wherever you want. I've been a quarterback. You want me to play running back? You want me to be your number two running back? Sure, move me. Like, there is nothing to dock some of these players, right? Does that make sense? And again, I know I'm going off on a Texas guy. Uh, hook them, baby. But yeah, this, like, I'm telling you right now, there is not one team there's 32 teams in the NFL. Every single team will have Roshan Johnson on their board. And you're sitting there saying like, oh, well, duh, he's a draft eligible player. No. And this is a big difference from content creators like myself and other teams. I'll put on a player's profile zone scheme only for a running back. And that means if you are a power running team, you're throwing this guy off your freaking board, right? If you're Tennessee Titans, you're not taking him. Roshan Johnson's on every single team's board, all 32. If you have a guy with crazy injury history, teams are throwing him off the board. You have somebody with character issues, teams are throwing literally throwing him off their board. I rank 297 players. We ranked 297 players currently. The 49ers, I think, last year had 180 players on their big board. That's it. Now, it doesn't mean they didn't go through all these other players. But what it means is they only found 180 players that they're comfortable taking. Because of medical, character, grades, play style fits, scheme fits, age, I don't know, lack of production, fill in the blank. Some of these guys, I, I need to come up with a, a demarcation type thing where I could say, this is, you know, chaps chap. <laughs> Hashtag CC, right? Uh, something that I could say, like, this is my type of guy. And I don't know what I would call that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you guys help me out. What what could, what's a good thing? And you, you don't have to be live in the chat right now. It, it could be like email me or message me or whatever. Like something that like I put my stamp on this guy, not like the highest ranked wide receiver and running back. Whatever. No, no, no. My thing is like, okay, I brought up Jonathan Mingo a while ago, right? I'll, I'll use him as an example. He's not a Longhorn. It's a different position. I think he fits what the 49ers um, kind of do really, really well. Um, 
I have 49ers met with him, right? There's a wide receiver out of Ole Miss. I have found him ranked in the fourth, fifth, and sixth round on major credible sites, NFL.com, right? And so I, I, I kind of judge where they put them. I have a third-round grade on the cat. You go to NFL.com, they're going to say fifth round. PFS says fifth round, right? I've seen sixth round. I've seen all those things. I got a third-round grade on this guy. So I am two, three, or four rounds. I like him that much more. And teams do the same damn thing, right? So we're, we're looking at this through the scope of John Chapman's 49ers rush team that watches the tape and all that stuff. Teams do the same thing where they have such a bigger grade than almost everybody else does. Jonathan Mingo is one of those guys. He's my wide receiver, 10. I love this dude. But why do I love him? The tape is there. The off the field's there. The character's there, right? Like, why did... The 49ers changed their philosophy. And I want to say, I want to, I'm getting to this. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I know we're, we're going long here, but I, this is, I'm having a really good time. Um, and like, I, I'm loving it. Jedi says he loves this. Josh says, great show. Shot J says, love it, brother. Take your time. That's what's up. Yeah. Dr. Steve, the more the man. That's what's up, guys. This is what I need. Um, Saturday afternoon mock for the win. Yes. Oscar says, let's make it three hours. Whenever you – let me take a drink of coffee real quick. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> I forgot where I was going there. Man, I messed it up. Anyway, all right, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Now, um, we've got two picks here. Um, let's see. What was the other position? Let's go back to tight end. Josh Weil is still there. Which And Will Mallory. Somebody asked about Mallory. Who threw that up in the chat there? Somebody asked about Mallory. I apologize. There it is. Tyler did. So let's spend some time on him. Will Mallory, tight end out of Miami. There we go. Let's pull it up. 6'4", 239. Um, he's very – whenever I first did my write-up on him, I didn't think he was a Niners fit because of how bad he was run blocking. It just does, he had a 36 grade in run blocking, but um, he's interesting. He, blue collar player uh, fulfills odd jobs on offense, firm hands, sufficient enough to play in line. Uh, doesn't seem to like blocking, but you know his he's a football kid. His dad special teams coach for the Broncos. His grandfather head coach of Miami of Ohio, Colorado, Northern Illinois, Indiana. Like his uncles. Uh, one played at Indiana State, one played at Michigan. They're both coaches. Like, this is a football, thoroughbred, like, pass down, right? But he just doesn't like to block. He just doesn't like to block. He's fast. He's good wide receiver. But I have a six-round grade on him. You look here, their rank is 199, 218, which is about six-round grade. But he he's not a fit. I don't think the 49ers to take him. Just because he doesn't like blocking, right? Um, and so that's it. And also, I'm just going to be really honest with you. Texas plays Miami tomorrow. So there's no way in hell I'm taking a hurricane. Uh, <laughs> I ain't doing it, baby. I ain't doing it. But uh, stick it with the tight end position, which I think is important because 
you've got to get one of these guys soon. Josh Wiley out of Cincinnati. Niners met with him. 6'6", 248. Great size. Um, flex out easily. Very smooth route runner. Nice receiving profile. Versatility still developing as a blocker. High cut frame. Um, challenges route runner. Blocker, ball carriers. Best fits a spread offense. I'm telling you right now. Josh Weil right now is a perfect fit. Perfect pairing. Perfect value. Um, all those things. I love it. Jedi says, put another pot of coffee. Let's go strap it. We're out of coffee. We ran out of coffee today. This is my last one. I got to go buy some. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Peanut says, love your uh, draft evaluation process. And yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Chapstick. There we go. I used to get in fights whenever I was younger uh, over that. People call me Chapstick. I, I don't know why it bothered me. I was real young, but it doesn't bother me. Uh, anyway, uh, another guy, let's see here, Braden Willis, Britton Strange. Uh, let's look up Strange. I, I think I think he's somebody – I like Penn State players a lot just because they have one of the best strength and conditioning programs in the country. They just put out so many elite players, and the 49ers met with him, right? So, like, in our draft book, which shout out to you know Stephanie, she's just the best. Steph Sanchez, forty nine carats podcast. Uh, she don't know I'm saying this, man. I love that girl. She's absolutely incredible. I've had a chance to hang out with her and her friends. She's just such a great human being, but also works so hard and puts out so much great ton content for the 49ers. She's going to a lot of these pro days and tracking who the 49ers have met with. She does the best best there is at that. Um, and if you go check out her Twitter, like she's got it pinned and you can see the spreadsheet where it's all who all they've met with. And so we put her work into our draft profile just with who they've met with. She just does such a great job. Uh, but back to Britain strange, six, three, two fifty three. um, impressive run after catch ability, strong hands, catch point flexed out player NFL build inline blocking has to improve. There's a reason why these guys are available in the fifth. They're not perfect. Um, route running needs improvement, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he was a all state player in basketball. Charlie Warner is my play style comp for him. Like he gets after it. He gets after it. So if I was picking out of these, I think Josh Weil is a better player. I think Britton Strange is a better fit with the 49ers, but I do have Josh Weil considerably ahead of Britton Strange. We still got some edge guys there. Fehoko. So we got two picks here. We don't have to do anything. Are there any other names that you're seeing here that you're just like, ooh, Stetson Bennett's there, the quarterback? You got Antonio Maffi, the guard out of UCLA. He'd be perfect for the 49ers. Um, let's look at some safety spots. Because I want to see who all's there. Ooh, Gervais Owens out of Houston. I like it. I like him a lot. Quindell Johnson. Let me see real quick. Let me jump down and just see if there's any of these safeties that the Niners met with. Gervais Owens, Daniel Scott, Jay Ward, Darius Rush, Battle. Um, did I see Scott? Yeah, Daniel Scott. He's on there. I don't know if I did my write-up on him completely yet. Let me check him out because I think this is a little too early for him. Um, but let's see here. 
61208 out of Cal. Okay, you like that. Niners have met with him. Good job reading the quarterback's eyes. Flashes uh, intimidating attitude. Tough, scrappy. Willing to make the kill shot and run support. Too hesitant in zone coverage. Looks the part of a strong safety. Out of control too often. Gets beat over the top too often. Justin Reed um, was my comp for him. So that kind of makes it hard. And I think it's too early. I think fifth round's too early for him. I think he's more of a seventh round. Now, Gervais, uh, Gervarius, sorry, let me say his right name right, Gervarius Owen, six foot 195, exactly what the Niners want in a DB. Six foot 200 pounds. The closer you get to that, I'm telling you right now, uh, that's huge. That's huge. Uh, 49ers met with him as well, this Houston cat. Very good ball skills. Trekks the ball well downfield. Hustle player. Never out of the play. Explosive mover. Knows how to get his height uh, vertical. Uh, good trajectory. Quicker than fast. Problems wrapping up. Looks for big hit rather than the sure tackle. Poor angles. Needs help at the next level. He was a Juco transfer. Uh, track and wrestler in high school. Hmm. And so I think he's the better play. I like Gervarius more. Because I think that he can, he's developmental, which anybody you get now is developmental. Uh, somebody said Trey Dean. Um, I don't think he's available. His teammates there, <laughs> Trey Dean, uh, Rashad Torrance is there, but not, uh, not Dean. He's not there. He's not there. So I'm not liking any of these safety options too much. I'm going to be honest. I, I think we can wait. I, I think that we can wait. I really, really do. So I'm thinking Edge. Man, we went Braden Daniels. We got our tackle. We need an edge. I don't know. Maybe a running back. I think it's too early for quarterback after the Darnold signing. Quindell Johnson. Uh, we, let, let's let's do some Quindell research here. Let's pull up my my write up on him. Our write up on him. Six one one ninety five. Perfect. Transitions well from coverage. Close the ball. Good route recognition. Good instincts. Quick. Agile. Fluid hips. Nice breaking down in space. Poor angles. Poor speed. Gets beat over the top too often. Yeah, lots of all academics. Perfect 4.0 GPA. Ooh, I like that at Memphis. That's nice. Still, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm just not. Quarterbacks I don't like. I, I just don't. Ooh, Jake Andrews out of Troy. Center. Ooh, ooh. Piqued my interest. <laughs> so center out of Troy. Um, I like him. I really do. The Niners met with him. 6'2", He's a center. Lack of length is a concern. Very good leverage. Great anchor. If he was bigger, he'd be a day two pick. 37 career starts. Tone setter struggles with lateral defenders. Horanis Grasu uh, is my comp. 49ers fit, right? Man. Um, uh, I like I like him. Not the biggest need, especially after Valenciano. I think I'm going to wait on Jake Andrews. So... What if, oh, Charlie Jones is there. I don't like him near as much as a lot of the other guys. Kenny McIntosh, I do like him. What are y'all feeling here? I'm turning to you guys. I'm turning to you guys. Let, let's see what we got. Uh, Josh says Owens will be a 49er. I, I think you're probably right. And I think it'd be the seventh round. Greg says Scott is moving up draft boards. I like that. Oh, Henry Toto. Uh, he's a fun guy. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I, I really did enjoy doing my film of him let me open this up let me go through you know he, he's he's an interesting cat to say the least 6'1 227 where's he at on here 
Did y'all see? Was he available? Yeah. Okay, cool. Linebacker, Alabama. 22 years old. Uh, just physical, man. He's mean. Smart backer, great instincts. Going to be a Mike linebacker. Moves well laterally. Um, does have inconsistencies against the run. Competitive edge is sometimes questionable. Um, Ernest Jones. I mean, he's a beast. He's built like an Alabama dude. He really, really is. I just don't like – I don't think the Niners need a, a, a linebacker, and I'm not super high on him. Man, I don't know. There are spots that have him going in the third round, so that would be a huge value. That would be a big value. Um, yeah, let's see here. Let, let's keep going. T2 uh, needs a look. We've got tight end. Chaps pick check. I like it. Um Let's see here. Before he left for Alabama. Okay, yeah, he was the guy that transferred. Uh, he was Tennessee's only hope. Chaps Mark. I like that. Um, let's see. Salvadari. Did he already go? I think he did. Let's see here. Let me pull up my writing on him anyway. I liked him a lot. I really, really did. Old Dominion. How many guys are Old Dominion going to have in a freaking draft? Now, does taking two tackles bother you? Yeah, he's not on there. He's gone. Nick Salvadori out of Old Dominion, 6'6", 318, offensive tackle. Niners met with him. Three-year starter, perfect for zone, great in space, very athletic, but not mean, not a bully. Um, his quarterback almost never got hit. Tom Compton, Doug Free, those are my comps for him. But, yeah, he is gone. Uh, but, yeah, I think in these round, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Ooh, here we go. We got another suggestion. Thank you. I love it. Um, we are looking for Israel. Abednakahanda. <laughs> Running back out of pit, baby. 5'10", 216. I've got a fifth round grade on him. He is my running back number 12. 20 years old. Young. Speed, 9. Dude is quick. Um, agility burst five, power six, vision four, hands three. Young knows for big plays of speed. Uh, 20 touchdowns this past fall. High end combination, great at noticing when there's space to bounce outside. Needs to break more tackles, does not run to his size. He's big, 5'10, 216, just doesn't do it. Um, needs more, needs to be more decisive. But, man, his awareness is big. He gets to the chains consistently. One-cut runner versus Virginia Tech. If you go watch his 2022 Virginia Tech tape, you're going to think this kid's a first-rounder. 320 rush yards in one game. Six touchdowns. Dude just kept going to the house. Uh, it was awesome. It was really, really cool. Um, and what was really cool about I remember this game because I was watching it live. And they kept cutting to his dad in the stands, and it was just touchdown, cut to dad, touchdown, cut to dad, touchdown, cut to dad. It was cool. Um, and his dad played at Georgia Tech. Brother Michael played at Buffalo and Temple. He, he's a fun kid. Um, I've got a fifth round grade on him, so yeah, it works. I, I but I don't I don't want to do it. Payne Durham, I think I don't think he's there, guys. I, I don't think he's there. If we're looking at tight ends, Payne Durham, oh, he is there. Man, they've got him low. I like Payne. Who doesn't, right? What a name. Payne Durham out of Purdue. Tight end. I mean, he's I I, I enjoyed him. 49ers met with him. That's that's always huge. 6'5, 253. Lacks decent speed, but his size, length make up for it. More than capable blocker. So if you're looking for that blocker, this guy's gonna be high on your list. 
touchdown machine, 21 career touchdowns, but it was, man, they threw the ball like crazy. Played lacrosse in high school. Didn't start playing until senior year. And this kid, he's fun. I'm cool with Payne here. I, I I like him. I might like him more than while. I mean, but let me say this. There's three tight ends I like here. Might be four. I like uh, Grindo. There's a lot of tight ends here. I, I don't want to take a tight end with this pick. We're picking again in 10. We're at 164. We're picking 173. So if we're going tight end, I want to wait. So, and I'm cool. I think everybody wants to go tight end at some point here. Steve said Brule, uh, Durham had a great senior bowl week. He's he's fun. He's fun. So let, let's wait on tight end. Let, let's Okay, we're going to agree right now. The next pick's going to be tight end. What are we doing with this pick right now, ladies and gents? I want to go edge or I want another wide receiver. <laughs> I, I mean, we can wait on edge if we want to. But Fejoko, Ramirez, I like those guys. Horton, maybe we should wait there too. What do we think, guys? Yeah, I'm with you, David. Love multi-sport athletes. I love it. I love it. Man, I like this. Check edge again. Yeah, I mean, it's there. There's guys. Nobody really separates. Fejoko, Jose Ramirez, I like. Dylan Horton, I like. There's a lot of guys I like. If I'm just going best player, Highest rated, whatever, as I look through this. Rakeem Jarrett's probably going to be the guy that's wide receiver. I I think he's going to be all the way at the top of the list. I like Kenny McIntosh, the running back. I I think he fits. I'm seeing Ramirez. Uh, Let's do it. I like this. It's a 49ers fit. It's a huge position of knees. My boss, Josh, told me we're taking two edges. We're going to edge. Ramirez out of Eastern Michigan, baby. We're hitting all the Michigan directional schools. I love it. Um, I, I just because again, you know, we've got <laughs> we've got Jalen Moore. We had you know one of the great, the greatest offensive linemen in the history of the 49ers, My man Joe Staley. Now we got Eastern Michigan up there. I love it. So the Niners are on the clock. I want to go tight end. So I, I'm putting these tight ends out there too. Y'all got to pick. Josh Weil out of Cincinnati, Brenton Strange out of Penn State, or Payne Durham. There's lots of other guys that fit the Niners, but I'm trying to narrow this down. These are the three guys. Yes, Riley Moss is there, but we're going tight end. I'm not looking back. Y'all got to pick this tight end that you like. Okay, Payne Durham, the best blocker. Brenton Strange, maybe the most raw, Uh, or if you want the best wide receiver, it's going to be Josh Weil. Um, so we're kind of getting a decent little, you know, mirror. What do you think that they want? You know what I mean? I'm seeing strange, strange. I dig Penn state. Got to go strange. That's what it is. So we're getting strange at pick 173 tight end Penn state. We're crossing it off the list. Ladies and gents. Now we're going to be moving into the sixth round. We're going to pick up the space, uh, the pace here a little bit. Um, but you know, let's, let's just recap the positions, right? That we got. Oh my gosh. This draft this is a fire. Eli Ricks corner. <laughs> That's such a good pick. Cedric Tillman wide receiver. Hell yeah. Zach Harrison edge. That one's the one where I'm just kind of like, well, all right, it makes sense. I don't feel hot about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't like get me excited, but I get it. Braden Daniels tackle Utah. I love that pick in the fifth round. 
That's incredible. Jose Ramirez, Edge. I freaking love that pick. Brendan Strange, Brenton Strange, tight end. I love that. We don't have a safety. We don't have a running back. We don't have a quarterback. Um, Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So let's see here. Toon, quarterback. Now is the time to start talking some QBs. Let's see what's available. Man, there's a lot of guys here. Aiden O'Connell, Jaron Hall, Tyson uh, Badgett, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Matt's Duggan. So let me just share some of my quarterback who's ranked the highest. I have Jaron Hall out of BYU. I have a fifth-round grade on him. I like him. Aiden O'Connell is next up for me. I have a sixth-round. Dorian Thompson, sixth-round. Max Duggan, seventh-round. And Tyson Badgett out of Shepard. They don't even have a school listed. I have a seventh round. So if we're talking quarterbacks, which I do think the Niners are going to draft one, Toon's gone. I, I'm really high on Toon. Um, I, I have a high fifth round grade on him. I want to put him in the fourth round, but I, I'm struggling with that. I like Clayton Toon out of, out of Houston. I really like Houston players. I don't know why. I don't like their program, but I like Houston players. But I like Jaron Hall. Um, and I, I think... You know, <laughs> how do I say this? The 49ers have had some uh, success dealing with BYU quarterbacks. And on top of that, the 49ers interviewed them. I have three quarterbacks that the 49ers have interviewed. Dorian Thompson-Robinson we talked about. Tim DeMora out of Fordham. Teammate, teammate, Nick Zakel. And again, Fordham, you got to be smart. And Jaron Hall, BYU. So 49ers, like, those are the three guys that I have at quarterback that they have met with. Okay. Uh, six foot 207, just experience. Uh, 31 touchdowns, six interceptions, dynamic quarterback, threat as a runner, passer, quality arm. You know, can make every throw in the NFL, good athlete. Footwork is raw, bounces too much out of the pocket. Again, this sounds like Brock Purdy. Um, Quick thinking, smart QB, high football IQ, just small and struggled with injuries. Uh, former baseball player, upside. Um, yeah, I, I've got a whole, I've got a lot. He took over for Zach Wilson. His dad played at BYU. Uh, his mom's a gymnast at BYU. Brother KJ, running back, BYU. Brother Kai said, currently plays wide receiver at BYU. His whole kid, his whole family's BYU athletes. Um and I've got a fifth-round grade on him, quarterback 10. Colt McCoy. Um, Colt McCoy and Matt Corral are my two comps for him. I like Jaron Hall. If I was picking a quarterback, Jaron Hall is who I would pick out of what's available. But but let's see. Let, let's, let's see what else is there. Let me ask you guys this. How would you feel if the Niners took a quarterback with the second-to-last pick of the sixth round? Pick 216. Yes or no? Yes, QB, no QB in the sixth round. They're getting another quarterback, whether it's a late-round pick, undrafted free agent. They're drafting a QB. They're getting one. So I'm curious to see what you guys have here. And again, if you if you are one of those people that's sitting here and like, man, I wonder what you say about this guy, or I wonder what you say about that guy. Um, well, guess what? You can go get this. I'm reading off the freaking John Chapman draft book that is up on Patreon right now. Um, and it's free. It's free. If you haven't signed up with us before, just Google 49ers Patreon, do the seven-day free week trial, 
download this bad boy, and then you can cancel it. And while you're there for seven days, come hang out with us on Wednesdays as we talk, you know, 49ers and watch uh, the 94 season, all that stuff. It's all there. Watch some of the breakdowns of these players. Um, doing another one. Tomorrow's a busy day. I got some dad stuff I get to do. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it again, I, I love you guys asking these questions, and I want to spend time. This is fun, man. We're, we're at hour 25 in. Whew, we are cooking. Um, so, Gregus, he says, Tim Demora out of Fordham, 6'4", 220. Um, 56 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. 49ers met with him. Traditional pocket passer quarterback. Uh, takes what the defense gives him. His best thing is progressions and just making smart reads. Uh, very quick rhythmic thrower, quick release, live arm, sees the field well. Athletic quarterback, can leave the pocket, not really a rusher. Mechanics get sloppy, can be erratic. Best suited for spread offense, developmental quarterback, Luke Falk. I have an undrafted free agent grade on him. Um, so, you know, somebody that could go on the back end of the seventh. So that's what that is. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Brandon says, man, I watched every game Hall has played. I love it. I'm curious to know what you say. Um, yeah, a lot of people liking quarterback. Would love a quarterback here. Hall or DTR. Shache says, yes, quarterback. Seventh for quarterback. Yes, quarterback. Moody round seven. Oh, you still want to draft a kicker. Okay. Um, go check the secondary. What picks are made so far? Thank you uh, for bringing that up. Again, man, we are, we are crushing this freaking draft. So if you just joined us, Eli Ricks corner. Not um, I'm going in order of our picks. Cedric Tillman wide receiver. I love that. Uh, Zach Harrison edge. Those were our first three picks. So we got a corner, a wide receiver, and an edge. The second round of picks, Braden Daniels tackle. That might be my favorite pick in this draft out of Utah. Jose Ramirez edge. We got two edges. And Brenton Strange tight end. That's what we've got so far. Now we're sitting second to last pick in the sixth round. Pick 216. Let's go check out the safety position. There were a lot of guys that I like there. Daniel Scott's still there. Man, Daniel Scott, I'm going to put him pretty high on this list. Did we meet with Tyreek Jones? I don't remember if we did or not. Tyreek Jones. Yes, we did. Safety Tyreek Jones out of Boise State. And it kind of works out well because there's a couple guys here that the Niners like. Tyreek Jones, 6'2", 195. Physical line of scrimmage, technician press coverage. Good. He's a strong safety guy. He's a strong safety. Cameron Curl, if you remember him, I think it was out of Arkansas. Uh, he played with the Washington team for a while. Um, I, I did like him. So I think Tyreek Jones, I don't want is this bad. I don't want a strong safety. I don't want one. I, I want a free safety type guy because you, you've got Hufunga. He's not going anywhere. He's young. This is Tayshon's last year. He almost quit last year. DeMarco Helms, um, safety Alabama. There, he's he's ranked higher. 6'1", 203. Fits our profile. Um, eager to come down in his tackle. NFL frame. Can deliver a big hit. Close to uh, Closes to the ball well. Snatch throws out of the air. Struggles with zone. Not instinctive enough. Sloppy backpedal. Plays too conservative. Will get a lot of penalties. Very handsy. Marcus May. Yeah, he's, he might fit better. But again, the Alabama thing. So if I'm taking a safety... I'm going Daniel Scott out of Cal. The 40 hours met with him. Um, man. Yeah, there we go. Greg has says slightly um, 
better measurables than Gibson. Yeah, Gibson never had measurables. He's he's not an athletic dude. And free safeties are hard to find. Yeah, they are. Free safety is hard to find late, says Jay. Yeah. Um, now, let, let's see here. Let's just scroll through best available. Broderick Martin, defensive tackle. I think the Niners did meet with this cat, didn't they? No, they did not. 6'5", So if you want a big O defensive tackle to replace uh, Ridgeway, he's a big cat, man. Strength is a nine. <laughs> big bodied rusher. Very good upper body strength. Instinctive. Uh, Eddie Goldman's my comp for him. Eric, great. This is a good spot for running backs. This is a good spot for running backs. This really, really is. Ronnie Bell's there. I like him. Man, there's some good centers. Ricky Stromberg, Niners like him. I just don't know how they're going to make the roster on this back end. And so, you know, I'm sitting here in the sixth round, and I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, and, and this is, we've heard the Niners say this so many times. Man, we like these guys, but can they make the roster? How How is the center going to make this roster over Jake Brendel? You just brought in the outside cat, who I really, really like. Jason Poe, Nick Zakil. You got four guys fighting for those. John Valenciano was the guy I was referencing. Sorry, I left his name out. Man, there's some good running backs here. Let me open up my running back vertical rankings. Let's see here. Who, who's available? Eric Gray, I'm pretty high on. I've got a fifth-round Gray on. Uh, Tavion Thomas, I didn't like. Travis Dye, I didn't like. Lou Nichols, I didn't like. Cameron Peoples. Oh, I love. I have Eric Gray and Cameron Peoples stacked on top of each other. So I, I want to spend some time because I think these guys, I really, I really like Cameron Peoples. Um, there we go. The Appalachian State running back. He's big. 6'1", 217, 23 years old. I, I really like him. Continually falls forward. Solid receiver in the flats. Likely to fit any scheme. Any scheme. Straight line speed, good flexibility, north-south runner, good leg drive. He gets his knees up in the open field. I, I almost typed in Ronnie Lott-like knees uh, because whenever he gets up, man, he is just he just pumps those knees. I freaking – I get, I got chill bumps. I got chill bumps just thinking about it. But he's not a runner like uh, – I said Ronnie Lott. Sorry, Roger Craig is what I meant. Um, he's not like Roger Craig. But the knee drive – reminded me he's a completely different runner but i did like that um nfl ready body level competitions concerned but whenever i was doing this game film i went back through appalachian state is they've increased you know who they're playing his best games were against top tier opponents so the bigger the game he showed up so i've got a fifth round grade on him running back number four i really really like him and right above them is Eric Gray, uh, OU, who we talked about earlier. So um, I like both of those guys. Um, let's see here. If not Owens, it's Scott. Let's see. Any old line players left? There are, but we already took a tackle. I'm not opposed to taking an interior offensive lineman. But I just walk away. Again, I just keep saying, how the hell are these guys going to make the roster? Whenever there's people that I have fifth-round grades on, like wide receivers, but again, how are they going to make the rosters? Ah, yeah, Greg, he, he nailed it. Texas A&M, um, Cameron Peoples had 112 yards. That was, yeah. So, like, you see the smaller school, but, yeah. Oh, Val Ramos says Mims. 
Is Mim still on the board? Did I miss him? Let's see here. Marvin Mims. He is a wide receiver OU. Is he on here? Did I miss him? I guess I should filter it by wide receivers. But yeah, I hope you guys play with this. And whenever you do, share it with me. Yeah, he's gone. I like I like Mims, though. Why y'all making me talk about all these OU and A&A? <laughs> guys, um, I have Marvin Mims. Uh, let's see, four, six, seven, eight, nine. My number nine. I like Marvin Mims. His speed, big playability is huge. We got Tillman, who I have ranked two spots higher. Um, but yeah, I do like Marvin Mims. But quick, quick, y'all ask me some questions on some Texas players, please. Uh, Ronnie Bell, wide receiver. Where did I have Ronnie Bell? I wasn't too high on him. I think I was pretty low on him, actually. Where do I have him at? I think I messed up on my... There he is. Let's see here. Yeah, I didn't like him too, too much. But old Ronnie Bell. Um, yeah, I, wide receiver 26 for me. He was interesting. Uh, but yeah, let's see here. It, I think safety or quarterback. Man, why wouldn't we take a quarter? Just take a quarterback here. But now let's go back to safety. I think we're going Scott. Let's do that. That that just makes the most sense. You continue with the kind of redshirt philosophy. I'm going Daniel Scott, safety out of Cal with our sixth round pick. Next up, we're at pick 222. We're in the seventh round. I want to go quarterback. I need to wrap this show up. You're going to be nobody listening to the end of this. Jaron Hall's there. Um, I like DTR, but I think Jaron Hall is just a better, smarter quarterback that can contribute now if needed. And I, I'm going Jaron Hall, quarterback BYU, seventh round. I don't think he's going to last that long, but I would be very happy if he did. And who knows? Maybe we strike a diamond in the rough with another BYU quarterback. Yeah, David gave me the thumbs up there. Man, Eric Gray, running back, is still there out of Oklahoma at pick 247. We got a lot of fourth-round picks. Uh, we got two more after this. I'm taking the running back in the seventh round. He's just too damn good a player. All right. Now here we are back on the clock. A lot of tight ends still there. Josh Weil, Will Mallory. Um, and once we get to this part, it's just kind of like, man, I'm cool taking whatever. Ooh. Richard Garage, tackle, Florida. I broke down some tape of him, and I really, really liked him. Wanya Morris, tackle, Oklahoma. Nick Salvatore is there. I thought we scrolled down. They have him really low. He is there. There's some decent tackles in this freaking late rounds, man. Devin Stills, defensive interior. Niners met with this cat. I'm taking him off the board. We don't have a defensive tackle yet. Uh, let me get my draft right up on him. And again, you can kind of see, I don't want to spend a lot of time on these seventh round guys. Um, not that they're bad or whatever or not worthy. It's just, it's harder to pick. Devin Stills, Niners met with him, 6'3", 286. First step quickness, gap penetrator, lateral quickness, pursuits great, very fluid. Um, 53 career tackles for loss. And we like West Virginia, right? So, you know, Colton McKivitz was there. I'm sure there was some overlap there. Um, functional strength. You know, dad played in the NFL, right? He's Stills. Is Dante Stills. Uh, his dad was Darius Stills. Brother played at West Virginia uh, and in the NFL for 10 years. I mean, his his cousin, uh, yeah, he, yeah, his cousin is Kenny Stills, the wide receiver. Like, he just fits. 
So I'm going Dante Stills there, and then we got one more pick. Let's just see here. Just scrolling. Man, I like these tackles. I like these tackles. Ah, I, I love this. Oh, Oscar, this is a good question. Oscar, you killing it this this show, bro. Thank you. It helps me a lot whenever you guys participate like this. So thank you. You guys, it's an hour and 37 to count, baby. Yeah, one man show. We roll it. Um, it helps a lot whenever you guys ask questions and can kind of guide this. This is awesome. I love this. This is y'all show. This is y'all show. He says, any thoughts on drafting Hunter Lipke? Uh, I believe I pronounced that right. To eventually place Kyle Juszczyk at fullback. I love this guy. And I struggled with where to put him because he's he's a fullback. Um, North Dakota State, former teammate with Trey Lance. Eventually, Kyle Juszczyk ain't going to play anymore. I love Kyle Juszczyk so freaking much. Um, and I know Ross Dwelly's filled in there, but, man, I like Hunter Lipke. 6'1", 230. He's a fullback. He's not a running back. He's big. Uh, competitive toughness, versatility, upside in the passing game. This guy, and remember, if you go back to the Trey Lance film, they use a fullback almost every single play, and they move them everywhere. Lots of motions. They'll use him as an F-type where he's off the wing. They'll split him out, and he does a lot. He does a lot. Um, not a dynamic athlete, but a hybrid offensive weapon. Best in two-back, two-tight end heavy sets. Great blocker. Played in pro-style scheme already. Can run great routes as a slot guy, F-type. Tracks the ball well in the air. Amazing hands, body control. Um, slot wide receiver in a full-backs body. Stud special teamer day one. Um, and if, if that... If that doesn't do, listen to this. This is all right. Two-time state championship in wrestling. The dude is just a beast. All academic, everything, excellent award. I mean, the dude just he's awesome, man. I got a six-round grade on him. You know, if I lined him up with my running backs, which I, I don't want think you want to do, he's my running back 19, right? Do you want to use a spot on him? I don't know. I would say this. Let me think about it. If if you think Kyle Juszczyk can play two years, I don't think you draft a guy. I think Kyle Juszczyk can play two years, so I wouldn't draft him. But if we did, I'd like it. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah, and right here, Ryan says, look great against Arizona. You know, they didn't play a lot of top – whatever um but man yeah I, I like him but i'm probably not going to take him um i'm just going to be honest there's a punter i'm not taking a kicker i ain't doing that crap man there's we got a running back already rajon Wright. we got a corner early let's look at the positions right you know we got a quarterback we got a wide receiver we got a tight end got a running back man 11 picks is fun got a tackle we did not get an interior offensive lineman. We got a corner. We got a safety. We got a DT. We got two edges. We didn't get a linebacker. But man, that linebacker's stacked. Nobody making this roster. I don't think DFS is going to make this roster. And so, like, we've we filled our positions really, really well, guys. And it might be worth taking another tight end. You know, we got the blocker. Might be worth taking another tackle, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat those guys. I I I'm wanting to go Josh Weil here. 
I'm doing it. I'm taking another tight end. So that means once we finish this draft, here we go. Let's summarize it. I'm taking tight end Josh Weil out of Cincinnati. Good Lord. Without trading around, this might be the longest single show I've ever done. I love it, though. This draft is awesome. Uh, we got an A-minus grade from PFF. Not that I care about you guys. I don't need you for my validation. Thank you so much, algorithm. Uh, <laughs> you guys are my validation, baby. Um, Eli Ricks, cornerback. We got an A-plus grade. Cedric Tillman, wide receiver. We got a B-plus grade. That is crazy value for me. I love Cedric Tillman. I love Cedric Tillman. I love Cedric. Now, I love the player. Um, the fit with the 49ers and how he's going to get on the field, I don't know, but I'll take good players. Zach Harrison, C-minus, edge, Ohio State. That's just a positional value. That's where he should go. It's a position of need. It's a primary position. It's not sexy, but I like him. Braden Daniels, you gave me a C-plus on that. I say poo on you, PFF. That is a great damn pick. Tackle out of Utah. Jose Ramirez, C-plus, edge, Eastern Michigan. Brent Strange got an F. You guys told me to take Brent Strange. We, I don't care. I like Brent Strange. He's a good fit. Daniel Scott, safety, Cal, C. This is a great damn draft. This is a great draft. This is a great draft. Jaron Hall, quarterback, BYU, C+. Eric Gray, great value. There's so many good running backs. Oklahoma, A+. Dante Stills, B+. Uh, defensive tackle. Josh Wild, A+. Tight end. So if we look at the A+, picks, we got three. Eli Ricks, Eric Gray, Josh Weil. Our lowest grade was Brenton Strange tight end, but we doubled up on tight end. We almost took Josh Weil at that uh, same spot in the fifth round. We got him way later. So, y'all got to tell me, what's your grade, baby? How do we grade this draft? Um, be harsh, be mean, be nice, don't care. Just be honest and let me know. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this process. Uh, I got an excellent draft thumbs up. That's what I'm talking about, David. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they ain't feeling strange. I wonder what that is. Yeah, Rick's at 99 is insane. And I always struggle, Josh, when we do this because you see some weird things and you're like, man, that ain't never going to happen. But then you get DK Metcalf falling to like pick 60 or whatever it was. Like things happen. Look at Gregus. Best mock I've seen yet. Woo. Woo. Uh, let's see here. Val says, how did Jaron Hall do at the combine? Let's look up his testing that we have here. Jaron Hall at the combine. Okay. Six foot 207. He didn't do a lot of that. He didn't do any of the athletic testing. He didn't do any of it. So, uh, don't know the answer to that question. All we have is height, weight, arm, hands. So my guess is at the BYU pro day, he's going to do the rest of the stuff, but I can tell you right now, He's he can move, but he's not explosive, right? Um, again, Matt Corral, Colt McCoy, those are my two comps for him. So he's got a little bit more movement than say Brock Purdy, like mobility, a little better than a Jimmy G, right? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Grades, here we go. The results are in. Got a B minus from Josh, C from Jedi. I think Jedi got mad at me because I didn't take Payne Durham. He's still mad. I get it. <laughs> Greg says, Yep, great fun. Thanks, John. Appreciate that, man. Jedi says, had fun, A, uh, bro, uh, A in the fun stat. There we go. Most fun wins. <laughs> Mark Pfeiffer says, B+. Plus. Oscar gave me a B. Would have loved Tune and Mingo. Gosh, I love Mingo. I love Mingo. 
I do like Clayton Toon, but you're going to have to spend to get him, and I don't want to spend on the fourth quarterback. Shot JB, Steve uh, Steve says B-plus should have taken Durham. Yep, I think you guys are right. I think you guys are right. Man, whew. talk about a good time, Sally. Man, we had a good time. That was fun. I Sometimes these shows, they're for me. Sometimes they're for y'all. I don't know if that makes sense. I know that I have the best job in the world, and I'm very, very thankful. Today was for me, man. Um, I freaking love this, and I really appreciate y'all. Y'all made this a very, very enjoyable process, but I was I'm, I ain't going to lie. I was a little selfish out there. I, I, I had a good time for me. So thank you, guys. That's going to do it. Uh, we will be going live tomorrow morning, probably right at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, so stay tuned for that. Got some questions and stuff I want to get answered on that show, but we're just going to have a good time. So thank you, guys. You are awesome. Hour and 45, baby. Strong. Love it. Until next time, gosh, that was awesome. Stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.